Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. I hope everyone's doing fantastic on this wonderfully sunny, well, it's sunny here anyway, um, day in, I am in Trinidad, California, so just down the hill off the ocean. Um, I call it a hill. It's actually a mountain, so it's uh, Trinidad's little beachside community. Um, right between uh, Eureka and Arcata and Crescent City. So once you get out right out of the Redwood Mountains, a nice little beechwood town here. And so I just pulled over. I'll just spin this over here. You guys can see the RV park. See the blackbirds screaming at me today. And cute little, cute little trading company there. So anyway, I was just uh, on my way back here for a meeting. So I wanted to go ahead and pull over nice little gift shop behind me Trinidad Sea it's pretty cool want to pull over and talk to you guys for just a minute about uh, when you when your child is hearing voices so sometimes I have parents who reach out to me and they're like my kids hearing voices or or in a lot of times that kind of ties into night terrors and things like that or it could be also teenage children that are hearing voices and and um, it, it kind of freaks parents out you know for good reason you don't you don't want to look at your loved one and and know that they're hearing things that when no one said anything or seeing things that aren't there and here's what I want you to understand about children and hearing voices so number one you want to make sure that the medications that they're on that that they may be on aren't creating any kind of hallucinations or any kind of psychosis and I say that with absolute candor some psychiatric medications actually do cause psychosis. They cause suicidal ideation. They can cause hallucinations. So you want to make sure that if your child is on any kind of medication that you check what those side effects are. Now, no number two, here's the thing you have to realize is that when a child starts hearing voices or when they start seeing things that aren't there, that's indicative of a great deal of stress. And the best thing for you to do, as I'm going to tell you with every single thing I always tell you to do when you're facing your child's severe behaviors, you first have to calm yourself down. There's nothing to be afraid of. Your child's hearing things or they're seeing things. That's not cause for you to get overwhelmed and get scared. I mean, they're not going to die. No one's at imminent risk. And so the best thing you can do is breathe and regulate yourself and then connect with your child let them know they're safe tell them you're safe i'm here i hear you i don't hear the voice but we're going to be okay and sometimes like i had was talking to to my friend rose just this morning she was talking about her daughter who has has these real sensitive triggers and her daughter thought well actually rose said she had made a statement like a stitch in time saves nine and all of a sudden her 17-year-old just flipped out, screaming, jumped up, screaming in her face. Don't you ever say that again. How dare you say that? And Rose said, I, you know, I was a little bit in shock. I wasn't sure what was going on. So she said, I, I just backed up. And I said, honey, I didn't mean to upset you. What's going on? And the little girl, oh, this was not, this was actually an 11-year-old, not her 17-year-old. She said, my foster mom used to say that to me all the time right before she put me in the closet. So like this huge 
trauma trigger just this little statement that wasn't wasn't a stitch in time saves nine but it was some little statement like that that was tied into this little girl's trauma and immediately triggered her and so a lot of times we can say things and we can do things and we don't even know that it's triggering our children that it can send them into a state of alarm and overwhelm so that's something really important to pay attention to and to remember but with the hearing the voices and the seeing things that aren't there you got to know that when your child reaches that state of emotional dysregulation where it's really impacting what they're seeing and what they're hearing, they're operating at a high level of stress. And so the best thing you can do is start thinking about what are some things that you can do in your immediate environment to start helping your child to regulate. You know, maybe it's turning off the television. Maybe it's turning down the lights. Maybe it's giving them a massage. Maybe it's holding them in your arms. Maybe it's feeding them a bobble. Maybe it's just feeding them food. Maybe it's getting them a bowl of ice cream. Maybe it's going for a walk. You see what I'm doing here? I'm rattling off all these things that we can do to help regulate the system. And so it's just so important to not allow it to overwhelm you, connect with your child, calm yourself down, connect with your child, let them know they're gonna be okay, review any medications they may be on, and then I'm gonna, ha I'm gonna hop in here and check out this uh, little little uh, museum, little store here. And uh, remember in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same imprints and blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can take three to 10 deep breaths, we can slow down, and we can choose love. Big Papa loves you, I hope you guys have a fantastic evening, and I will see you all tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to stream live tomorrow because actually at four, 5 o'clock I'm going to be doing a little two-hour presentation. So that will be our daily dose tomorrow. So you guys have a fantastic evening, and we'll talk to you soon.